Hi, welcome to the Fresh Exchange Podcast. I'm Megan Gilger, and today we are going to be talking about garden planning. In fact, this entire month, we are going to be talking about garden planning. Now, I know that garden planning seems like a pretty simple or maybe not so simple thing, but I have some unique tips and I'm going to be sharing them with you throughout this month. Now, if you are a member of our online community, you know that we're doing a garden planning intensive all month. This means every Monday there is a live event where we go through different steps of the garden planning process. And by the end of it, of the four weeks, you're going to walk away, you're going to have your garden plan done, and an entire list of plants and planning tips and everything that you need in order to get this done. Not only that, because you're a member, you also get those get access to downloads and all sorts of other things, uh, like past video material, uh, the beginner gardener course. All these things are included with any one of the membership options. So you can start off with just the three months for $85, and that gets you access to all of this. All the events are pre-recorded always, so there's always an event replay, I promise. On top of that, within the garden planning intensive, there's also homework, check-ins, and things like that. At the end of it, our members that complete the homework are entered into a giveaway, and really this is all about just creating accountability. That's what community does, and that's the beauty of it. So that I personally, I need that. Um, it is a great exercise for me because it pushes me to actually design my garden, get it done, and also be held accountable that I'm not doing something maybe I shouldn't do, or that maybe too much for a stage of life that I'm at. And that's where community steps in. And that's also where we started the other night. The other night, we actually discussed one of these things that we're talking about tonight, I gave a entire list of questions that were meant to help people that are starting a garden brand new this year, or they are coming to an existing garden. And then there were some overarching concepts. I usually with designs of any kind, utilize my background of branding and marketing design and all of that to apply in graphic design to apply to how I design my own garden. So we use those principles and questions to help inform us in design of in designing of our gardens. I love this because there are so many ways that different knowledge in our life can play into other places in our life and we can exercise it in a new way. And though I'm not a graphic designer anymore, I only use my skills for myself. <laughs> I love the opportunity to apply design thinking into how I design a garden and applying it to nature. It's a slower process. It is much more uh, life-giving in so many ways than it is to do design um, in the digital sense. So I love utilizing this thought process this way. But tonight, or today, I'm recording this at night, we are going to be talking about this one question that I think really hits on a lot of things. Because when we're going through the process of designing our garden, you have to think about very specific things in order for it to feel good. And 
that's one other reason I created that intensive within our community is I wanted to be able to put these questions out in the open. So don't forget that you can jump in and at any time, all of this is there. So let's get to this question today because I think it's really important because I utilize this every season. In fact, <laughs> not just in my garden, I utilize it in other aspects of my life as well. And this is why I love the garden. We've talked about this many times, but I love this question. And the question is, how will I feel in my garden? Like when you're standing at the pinnacle moment of maybe whatever that moment is, envision it. What is it? I always think of that pinnacle moment being that first tomato. The basil is just erupting around it. The carrots are feathery and tall. The air is thick and humid. The sun is hot. Everything is lush. Everything is green. The birds sing. There's no silence, really, when it comes to nature at that point in the year. And I can see it all unfolding in this unbelievable way. And what I feel in that moment is calm and safe and relaxed. And I'm not seeing all the tasks that exist. Instead, I'm present. I'm right there. I'm taking in how the hummingbird floats by, how the butterflies move, how the bees hum in the air. That is what I see. And so when I really am honest with what do I want to feel like in my garden? How do I want my children to feel in the garden? How do I want others to feel that come into the garden to visit it? My friend comes over and I say, you know what? Harvest some basil. We got so much of it. Go for it. It needs to be trimmed. How does she feel as she is enveloped into that space? And I leave that pause because I want you to envision your garden in the same way. Because before we can ever, ever put pen to paper, even if we know the spaces, even if we know them like the back of our heart, we don't, we get to choose how that garden will play out because it can go so quick. We can design the space. We can... We can put all the parts into the design, all the flowers, all the herbs, all the vegetables, but ultimately we have to be able to sit back and say, will that make me feel that way? Because I've known times that if I had really asked myself this, I may not have liked the answer. Meaning there was a moment I had a baby a very tiny baby. <laughs> and that very tiny baby was very important. And my garden didn't need to be a huge project. And instead of creating a space that made me feel just like nature was holding me, there was no work truly other than what I wanted to do. And 
that baby and I could just exist in that space, if I had really been honest about that, I wouldn't have liked it. And I think I knew that answer back then, and I didn't like it. And it can be really uncomfortable. But what I realized in that moment when I thought about that myself, I realized that what I should have done is planted a lot of flowers. I should have done one or two tomato plants. I should have done some lettuces and some herbs, but mostly flowers. And if I had, the outcome would have been exactly what I was looking for. It would have been how I felt. It would have been what I was hoping to feel in my honest, dreamlike world in my head. Instead of thinking it needed to be something that fed us and was a homestead and like, you know, all these things. Not that I'm against that. It's just I had ideas in my head that weren't reality of what I actually wanted, that what I was actually looking to feel. And we don't think about our gardens always in a way of what is I, what am I going to feel? We think about it in the sense, what is it going to provide? And usually that provide equals a harvest basket of something, whether that's bouquets, whether that's herbs, whether that's things to store for winter, you name it. And there's nothing wrong with asking that question. In fact, I encourage you to, and I encourage our, our members. But I think the most important that guides the true answer is what do I want to feel in that space? And I even took it a little bit farther the other night, and I'll add this one in there just as like a quick little bit, even though it's one of 10 other questions that were asked that were ever more important, is how do you want to feel at the end of the garden? When you put that garden to bed, when you close the doors on the garden for the year, how do you want to feel? That's another feeler question. And I think it's really important to also ask that because I know I have gotten to the end of years where I just was like, oh my gosh, would it just frost so I'm done? I'm just over it. I don't want to feel that way at the end of my gardening season. I want to feel like it's a love song I don't want to end. I want it to feel like this space that I just want to hold in this, just like that newborn baby that I didn't want to fully move away to, to anything else. Like I want to exist in this precious thing and fully present, not wishing it away. When I find myself wishing something away, it means that I've overdone it. I haven't found that balance with it. And that's okay. We all have moments with that. And I learned in that moment that I needed to step back. And the next year I did. And, and it felt really good. And I walked away feeling that way. Feeling fulfilled and sad, but also fulfilled. 
And it taught me that that is also how I would like to feel with other parts of my life. I want to feel that with my children. I want to feel that with my partner. I want to feel that with my parents, with my siblings, with my grandparents, with my aunts and uncles, with my family. You know, I want to feel that with my friends. I want to feel that I both had had it all. And the memories make me happy, like happy, sad, but they don't make me feel like I want it to be done. Like I'm ready to push it on. Like I haven't had too much, but I have had just the perfect amount. And I've been fully present in it to the point I know I've gotten it all. Because we only live once and every garden is different. Every chapter of life is different. And there is no true destination, only a continued journey. So I just always am thinking about how do I, how do I feel in something? How do I feel? Like, what is that vision? And I love, I wrote about this in, it, it was the reflection that was shared in the online community. And I will share it this week as well, um, here in the podcast, but it was last week's meditation, but it was a really good one. And I think it contributes to this idea of planning and why it's so important and why in this way that I'm asking this question, it's also really important because the thing is, is um, us, it's so important as humans and as gardeners. Well, it goes into this. Sorry. Trina thought here. The, the whole thing is basically saying that gardeners are dreamers because they are. And so, but there are so many times as gardeners, we become mechanized in our concept of seeing our spaces. We're like, okay, well, we put tomatoes in and then we do this and we have to do this and we have to do that. And oh my gosh, these seed catalogs are just overwhelmingly beautiful. All true. But going back to that question, but also saying before you jump into that, before you choose your tomato, before you decide where the tomato goes, dream. Like what is it that truly evokes emotion about your space to you? What makes you come alive as much as those plants as you're going to grow? And it may look different than what you have in your head right this moment. And it may not. Maybe you're really good at this. But I hope those questions help because they know they help me. So I wanted to share them. And like I said, in the community, we went extra deep on all of this. And it was also really cool to hear other people's thoughts on this exact topic and how what it started opening up because it got me really thinking. And it was such an amazing conversation. I really enjoyed it the other night. Um, so if you want to join, you are more than welcome. Like I said, you can join at any time. Just head to community.freshexchange.com. Do not forget, there is a free workshop free workshop this Friday. Okay. You can sign up 
in the free workshop section in the community. Yes, you can go check out the community. There, the places that are for members only are locked. And so once you become a member, they become unlocked. But you can go access those free workshops. There's one every single month. There's also a free, um, a free herb garden course that you can also take. So you can learn how to grow your own herb garden in a container. If you just want to jump into gardening in that simple of a way, it's that easy. And I wanted to make it accessible to you. So go and check it out. Head to community.freshexchange.com and you can check it all out. Okay. Take it at your own pace. Do whatever you want. It's all set up for you right there. Okay. Okay. My friends until then I'll see you out there.